Welcome to the Daniel Burke Show. I want to create a hundred episodes of podcast. The longest Snapchat I've ever felt. One a day. Coming on. No real purpose. Coming on. No real topics to cover. Coming on. Just me talking. Coming on. Coming on. Three, two, one. Yo, what is going on, everyone? What's 13 times 5? 65. Why is that important? Well, because today's number, today, sorry, is number 65 of the Daniel Burke Show. And welcome back. I hope you were having a wonderful day, whatever you're up to. Just thought today's episode, I think I'll talk about the habits that have had the biggest impact on my life in the past year. So I was reading through Cora today, and that was one of the questions that someone asked, or one of the questions in my feed uh, of just, yeah, just people, what, what, what habits have changed been the most beneficial for you in the past year. And I've got a few here that have really sort of, I don't know, become a daily practice for me. So what's the first one? Reading and writing. Well, these could be considered two, but I'm going to keep them one and the same. So reading and writing, two things I didn't do probably at all much before the end of 2015. Um, I would read whatever I had to in terms of university studies and online stuff and whatnot, but not actively going out and like sort of reading something every day. Now I wake up every morning and every day I try to read at least one hour, at least. And sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but reading is a fundamental staple of of my life. I, I canned my Netflix subscription and changed it for an Audible subscription so I would stop watching TV or watching Netflix and listening to books. Not saying that Netflix is bad. There's a lot of cool stuff on there, but I've learned a phenomenal amount having an Audible subscription in the past year or so. It's, I don't know, I've got these skills for life now, I suppose, learning from the books, and it's it's so valuable. Whatever I pay, I think it's $15 a month in Australia. And in the past past 18 months, I think I've listened to about 30 to 40 different books on there. Changed my life. Changed my life. It's definitely given me skills that I can take in take in for the next 70, 80 years, however long I've got left on this earth, and, and put them into play, as well as reading physical books. There's nothing beats reading a physical book, still. I've got a Kindle, I've got an iPad, I've got an iPhone, I've got a Mac, whatever. Still, my favorite thing to do is hold a physical book and read it. I really like just sitting in bed and, and reading reading a physical book and smelling it. I have that thing like every every time I turn a page almost I, I love the smell of when the the air particles from the page when you move it over hit your nose. That's that's a good feeling. Writing. So yeah, in the past year, I would say maybe last two hundred days, maybe eight months, seven seven, eight months, I've written or wrote I get those words mixed up all the time. I really should improve my vo- my grammar, my vocabulary. I'm speaking of writing and I, I can't even get those words right. But every morning I get up and I write 750 words in a physical journal. No, not in a physical journal. Sorry. I write in my physical journal three things I'm grateful for, three things that'll make the day great, and then about two paragraphs of just random scratch. And then I'll also write on 750words.com at least 750 words on whatever it may be, whether it be a, 
a blog post I'm typing up, answering questions on Quora, responding to responses on Medium, just 750 words of whatever. But writing has, yeah, definitely. I've published, I don't know, 40 blog posts or something on Medium in the past year as well. If you want to check it out, it's medium.com at Mr. D. Burke. But yeah, writing has taught me a lot. I've learned so much about myself. Like, And it, it's not just writing. Reading, I can learn a lot, but then writing what I've read down is or in my own words, not even, and not even at the same time. Like I'll read it, and then maybe a couple of days later, if it's been sitting in my head for, for three or more days, then I, I, that's a rule. I have to sort of write about it. And if you're struggling for content to write about, use that rule. Or another tip I heard from someone the other day is look at your keychain. Every key on there has a story. So if you want to write about something, write about the story on your keychain. Meditation and yoga. So both of these go hand in hand because a lot of them is just yoga and meditation. Although yoga is what some people think is physical exercise, and of course it is, that one of the fundamental cores of yoga is to focus on the breath, really to be focusing on the present. A lot of the poses in yoga require balance, and it you it's hard to balance when you're not being present, when you're thinking, when your mind is elsewhere. You, you ever wonder when you're, in, when you're in yoga and you're like, all of a sudden you get a pose and you're able to hold it and then you think about something else and you, everything falls apart. Because something happens, I don't know what it, what it is, but when you're in the present moment, everything's just aligned. You're not sort of thinking about what you're doing, it's just happening. You're letting it happen. And that's the same with meditation is that you're not worried about the thoughts going on in your head. You're just staying within the present moment because the present moment it's perfect, right? I've spoken about this in the past in, in meditation. I can't remember what episode it is, but there's an episode in the past on on how meditation has changed my life. And yeah, over the past year, I've done 300 plus meditation sessions, averaging 15 minutes each. Recently, I've been using the Headspace walking pack. So every morning, I'll go for a walk, uh, 20, 30 minute walk, and 10 minutes of that will be using the, the Headspace walking meditation which is just replacing the breath with being conscious of, of how you're walking or not not in the sense of what you look like, but just, just recognizing the fact that your feet are hitting the ground and being present in that moment. But yeah, they've, they've phenomenally changed my life. It's a sort of yoga in, in both a physical and mental aspect and meditation in a mental aspect. I'm so much more calmer, so much more present. I'm less reactive in terms of I don't know if something bad happens. I can see 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 my thoughts before I don't know before I react in an unnecessary way, kind of thing. What's next? Mobility. So yeah, actually, that's a big one. In the last year, I've been changing a lot of my workouts to well. Adding into my workouts a, mo- a large portion of mobility. So, the last five or six years, or however long it's been, six years, let's say, I've been lifting weights. I didn't focus much on mobility at all. I just sort of took it for granted the fact that I could I could move well and my joints were were going okay, and my knees and my elbows and my hips and my lower back weren't weren't actually that tight. But as I've sort of gotten progressed I've built more muscle 
those joints have become a lot more tighter and I'd, I'd find that there was general things that I just, I would struggle to do. Uh, that being as in running, I couldn't run properly because my, my knees were too sore from, from a whole bunch of different reasons. Um, my lower back, I was getting lower back spasms because it was so tight all the time. And now that I've been focusing on mobility, like doing things like the Jefferson curl, if you haven't seen that, Google it because it's phenomenal exercise at the start of my workouts, 20 to 30 minutes of stretching, active stretching, effectively a mini yoga session before going into every workout. I just feel so much better. I feel, And I can feel it like getting, whenever I, I sit down for a long period of time, I can feel everything getting back tighter, getting back tighter becoming tighter um, because once you become once you sort of start getting more mobile you realize how how tight you actually get and how the body isn't really meant to be sitting down all day it's meant to be up and moving and active and bouncing around and whatnot that's what we were sort of made for to run around and chase other animals to hunt them for food but at the moment we don't we don't have to do that and look it's 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 not a bad thing it's a balance it's about balance right but you never find a perfect balance, but for me, I like being very much skewed towards the the mobile side of things rather than sedentary. But yeah, mobility, massive, massive habit I've sort of taken up within the last year. Blocking out the morning. This is probably my favorite one. Well, or probably the one I do... No, actually, all of these. I do all of these all the time, every day. But blocking out the morning is definitely a ritual for me. I get up, and you, I've talked about this plenty of times in the podcast before, that my morning ritual is pretty pretty down pat. Meditate, read, write, walk, tea, read. <laughs> uh, I do those things. So every morning I like to... Recently I've been getting up early, so I'm this week I'm getting up at 5 a.m., tomorrow I'm getting up at 5 a.m., and for at least three to five hours, I won't do anything except work on the things I want to work on, right? I won't consume any, any social media or any other form of media. I'll, I'll read, read something like maybe Medium or Quora or, or whatever book I'm reading at the time. But it's all sort of as in personal growth. I'm investing in myself. That morning period is, is just me working on me. Nothing else. That's it, and it's it's probably my the thing I hold most dear, and I like doing it every morning. And it's hard hard when I have mornings that I don't do it, because I know when I when I wake up, I'm definitely a morning person. I I'm most alert there. My brain's most responsive. I can complete certain uh, sort of mentally mentally straining tasks the best in the morning when I find when I have to do sort of some sort of work later in the afternoon or later in the evening it's it's harder right so I'm, I'm most mentally active in the morning but yeah definitely block out at least the first three to four hours in the morning if someone asks me like what I'm doing tomorrow morning I usually say that I'm I'm busy even though I've got nothing on my calendar but in in my head I have like a mental list of of things that I always do whatever time, whatever time, whatever day it is, whatever time of morning. Turning off notifications on my phone and do not disturb. 
So I pretty much turned my smartphone into a dumb phone. And this is work uh, worthy of a podcast itself. I've turned off all the notifications of everything on my phone except for when people try to contact me, and that's phone calls. So even I don't get notifications for messages. Um, the, literally, the only thing that will notify me on my phone is is phone calls. I get a headspace pop-up every morning to remind me to meditate, but that's about it. Oh, and one to track... Um, to track my way of life, which is like a, a habit tracker. And my ha- my three habits are um, be creative, be physical, as in be creative is create this podcast or write something or, um, yeah, just to do some sort of creativity. Physical is work out or stretch or walk. So I do that every day, have to, have to be physical. That's, that's a non-negotiable. And then the third one is don't watch porn. So I haven't watched porn in about six months, maybe longer, just because of the studies I've read and it's sort of in the past, like um, I was addicted to it, you know, like I'm a, I'm a young guy and the internet and smartphones came out right when I was going through puberty. So it was just so easily accessible. Um, but yeah, I all the studies I've read on it is just sort of and creating these fantasies that aren't really real. Um, it just sort of really takes away from your ex, like sexual experience when you actually have it because in real life it's not like porn. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the top three, and I can only do three on that app because I haven't paid for the full version. I know I'm a cheatscape. But yeah, I don't have any notifications turned on my phone. It's permanently on do not disturb except for phone calls. Um, why do I do this? Well, because every time every time it dings, it sort of takes away from the moment that I'm in. And there's nothing that important on my phone that I need to be notified by except for phone calls. Um, if something's like bad enough, like someone will call me. They're not going to text me and say something's, something's up. Um... That being said, I've been caught out a few times, like having a text I should have replied to or whatever, and I've missed it because I have been on the disturb. But the world goes on, life goes on. Like that's that's a big thing. Um, and my Mac is the same thing. It's pretty. My Mac is is so dumb. It's well, not it's 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 the, my favorite my favorite possession that I have. But um, I've got no apps in the dock. I could do a whole podcast on both of these things, or a YouTube video, or something like that. Got no apps in the dock. It's always on Do Not Disturb from eleven fifty nine p.m. till twelve p.m. No, whichever like whichever cancels each other out. It's from Do Not Yeah Do Not Disturb starts at twelve oh one and ends at eleven fifty nine or something like that. I can't remember the exact timing, but it's twenty four hours. You can't have a full twenty four hour block, so I just made it as close to twenty four hours as possible. And yeah, that's the same thing. When I can't, I can't imagine having the Mac set up. How and it's look, I love it. It's a beautiful machine. But when I'm doing work, and I couldn't imagine having like emails being shot into my face every every five minutes at the notification bar or messages. Same thing. I couldn't deal. Like that would that would totally destroy my workflow. When I watch someone else's Mac and they've just got emails pinging continuously, like I. I don't know, it, it wigs me out, I, I feel sorry for them, like, how are you getting anything done when, well, any any deep work done when you're constantly being taken out of that distraction, you're like, oh, Amazon having sale, oh, whatever, whatever, sale, 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 
Because that's what most of them are, right? It's like marketing. Marketing is the number one. I, I, if I have a rule, if I subscribe to a new email, say from like someone's blog or from something else, I have to go into my inbox and unsubscribe from something because I don't want any more, any more email. That's sort of something that deters me from sort of becoming like a CEO or running my own business, running my own company. It's just more email. <laughs> but yeah, turning off notifications on my phone and having permanent do not disturb, massive habits. Smiling more. That's the big thing. I'll, I'll catch myself. I like to just stand, walk there and walk around. I'm like, oh, you're not smiling. Smile. And I'll like just start smiling. Because you know the science. You, you start smiling and it makes you happy. Right? And I want to be happy. I want to be joyful. I want to share that happiness with other people. Because that's, that's what life's all about, right? Just sharing joy. That's really what it is. That's, for me, that's, that's what it is. The two main things I love doing are working out with friends and eating with friends. Like, that's sharing joy to me. And that's what it's about. Smiling. And if I'm walking, like every morning I go for, like most mornings I go for a walk along the waterfront where I live. It's a beautiful place. And I'll catch myself if I'm not smiling while I'm looking at someone else. Because I like to say good morning to almost every person that I walk past. I'm listening to a podcast in my ears. But I just say out loud good morning and smile at them. It often it often catches them off guard. But they, they 99% of people are nice and smile back and say good morning. So smiling more. It just, I don't know. You walk into a room smiling, people accept you better. That's what I've noticed anyway. Saying thank you and being grateful. That's another thing that goes along with smiling. I, I try to be as thankful and as grateful as possible if someone's done something nice for me. The other day, I didn't have... I didn't... Well, I was... Okay, here's my my fault. I didn't buy my friend a, a birthday present, right? Partly because I didn't really want to spend money because I don't have a job at the moment. But I'm sort of using... I've got a whole bunch of savings that I'm using to sort of fund my survival at the moment as well, while I learn some things and build up these businesses. Um, that's one reason. Another reason is I just couldn't be bothered going to the shops and I didn't have enough time. Well, I should have ordered something earlier if I was going to order it online. And what did I do? I wrote him a thank you letter. It was a full page letter uh, as just a thank you for being my friend. And I was, I told him I loved him and that I don't know. I'm 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 behind him for whatever whatever choices he makes, and within reason, of course. Don't be an idiot, Joey. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I just just wrote him a letter, and it brought both of us to tears. Like that's that's what I that's what I like. Just acts like that. Just being thankful. Like thank you for doing that, or thank you so much for having me, or thank you for the experience today. Just being grateful walking along the waterfront and just acknowledging the fact that I can see a beautiful sunrise or the fact that I can see a beautiful landscape. Just that sort of thing. Like that's that's another way. As long along that along with smiling really contributed to my overall happiness in the past year. Then last last but not least, sleeping more. And I used to pride myself on getting little amounts of sleep. Right? Oh, you don't need sleep. Oh, sleep is for the week. Yeah, whatever. No, that's not true. I'm a big advocate for getting at least seven to nine hours sleep every night. 100%. Like, that's a non-negotiable for me. If I have something on in the morning, 
that will take away from my sleep, I'll almost just pull out of it rather than rather than doing it because sleep you don't sleep enough it it just wrecks everything else like seriously like that's my experience i i don't sleep enough i'm not not as anywhere near as mentally alert i'm snappy at other people which is not on because relationships are something i value very highly a whole bunch of things more susceptible to being sick don't have as good workouts the list goes on. It's endless. So seven, eight, seven to nine hours sleep every night, non-negotiable. That's that's another habit that I've been getting. That's one of my goals of 2017, actually, is to average eight hours of sleep every night. And I'm not really tracking it. My iPhone measures some sort of sleep sleep thing, bedtime on the iPhone. But yeah, that's that's the list. Let's go through it again. So we've got reading, writing, meditating, yoga, mobility, blocking out the morning, turning off notifications on my phone, do not disturb, smiling, saying thank you and being grateful, and sleeping. So yeah, what's my challenge to you guys? Reflect on the last year. What What is something that's gone well for you and something that hasn't gone well for you? And how can you turn something that hasn't gone well for you into something that... or, or get rid of that something that hasn't gone bad for, good for you. Just get rid of it, whatever it is. Reflect on it and just be like, why is this still here? Let's change it. And then find a habit that you can take up within the next 24 hours and try it for a week, whatever it is. Maybe it's sleeping more. Maybe it's meditating. Maybe it's smiling more. That's something everyone can do. Tomorrow, I want you to smile more and say hello to one person you wouldn't usually say hello to. That's my challenge. But thank you all so much for listening. I hope you're having a great day, whatever you're doing. I love you all. Smile at someone tomorrow, and I'll catch you tomorrow as well. Day 66. Catch you later. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to help me out, you can give me some advice by contacting me directly. My email is daniel at mrdberg.com. My website is mrdberg.com. Or if you really want to help me out, you can leave a rating or review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. But once again, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next episode.